Ladies and gentlemen, you found the program that pulls no punches, that knocks out political correctness, and delivers a right cross to defend the Constitution. We call it Fighting Words. And now, entering the ring, retired infantry colonel, trial lawyer, and fighter for truth and justice, Kurt Schlichter. Yeah, we're back. This is Kurt Schlichter with another edition of Fighting Words, the Hugh Hewitt Affiliated Podcast that doesn't have as many swears as my Town Hall VIP podcast, Unredacted, does. I try to keep the vibe like this here, folks. I try and keep the vibe like this. Got a lot to talk about today. Let's get right into it. PPP, Paycheck Protection Program. As we sit here today, the Senate has passed a refilling of the pot, as you were. Will the House do what it's supposed to do tomorrow, that would be Thursday the 23rd, and refill the Paycheck Protection Program to give millions and millions of small businesses the ability to pay their workers? Gosh, I hope so. But some could go wrong. Who knows? Maybe AOC will object since she apparently runs the damn Democrat Party. That braying... I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say it. You know what I would say, and I'm not going to do it. I'm going to I'm going to be better than that. I'm going to take the higher road. I'm not going to call her a knucklehead, a fool, a buffoon, a poltroon. I'm not going to call her any of those things. I'm just going to say I disagree with her respectfully because she's an important person and a small many-faceted diamond. In the crown jewels of American politics. I, you know, I went a long way for that analogy. And when I got there, the journey, the journey was unsatisfying. But, but the fact remains, the Democrats are in hock to the far left of their party. And that had them making stupid decisions, like blocking PPP for 12 days while Nancy Pelosi tried to get the rest of America to basically pay off the unfunded pension obligations of a bunch of Democrat governors who became Democrat governors largely because they were making pension promises to unionize government employees that they could not keep. So now the rest of us need to keep those promises, according to Nancy Pelosi. And Mitch McConnell was like, no. And she was like, but I, no, ah, no, ah, no, no, negatory. The turtle, the murder turtle declines. Not doing that. Not playing that game. Hospital? Sure, we were going to do that anyway. Some other kinds of small business loans? Yeah, fine. We're all good with that anyway. But we're not going to add the Democrat Christmas list or, you know, Kwanzaa list, whatever list it is, because I don't think they like Christmas. We're not going to add that to the ledger. We're already at, what, $25, 26000000000000 trillion in debt. That's a lot of debt. That's a lot of but we don't really have much choice, do we? Because it's the government that asked us to give up our livelihoods. The government said, hey, we 
the voice of the American people, needs some of you to sacrifice. Some of you must give up your livelihood. Some of you must give up the way you support your families. Okay, understood. When some people are called on to sacrifice, that, you know, that's a thing. You know, there's the draft and jury duty and taxes. Well, the thing is, it's got to be fair. And if some people are asked to carry a burden, then all of us together need to share that burden and help ameliorate it. So when you have a bunch of dumb liberals, because it's only dumb liberals who think they're smart, you're a socialist now because you support Paycheck Protection Program. No. A socialist purports, or, or supports giving free money to layabout deadbeat bums who don't want to work. I support helping out to mitigate the losses suffered by a small group, well, not a small, it's actually pretty large, but a group of Americans who are called upon to give up their entire livelihood for the benefit of all. Here's the funny thing. You see people out there protesting, conservatives protesting. They're protesting to go back to work. They're not going, yeah, I want free money. They're like, I would like a chance to go out and sweat to earn my own keep. So that's kind of how you know it's a conservative. A conservative's trying to work. A liberal's trying to take your stuff. And speaking of take your stuff, Harvard, and I know he went to Harvard, and I like him anyway. But I got to say, Harvard is garbage. Harvard has a $40 billion endowment, right? And it goes to PPP and takes like $9 million bucks. And then everyone's like, um, I'm not sure that's like the spirit of the thing. And Harvard's like, well, I'm not giving it back. It can't even do what Shake Shack did. Shake Shack goes, you know, we really don't need it. So we're giving it back for people who can use it. That's cool. Harvard's like, no, we're going to keep it. What, what we're going to do is we're going to use it to offset student, uh, student debt, student financing, student fees. Wait a minute. That's not what the Paycheck Protection Program's for. Paycheck Protection Program's not so you can get a free gender studies degrees. You academic... Oh, I almost went in FCC non-compliant with, uh, you know, alliteration. It's not so you can give away gifts to students who are getting something. It is so you can keep people employed... So as soon as this nonsense ends, we can get back to work. Harvard is garbage. You know, academia is really, really going to take a hit off this. Technology was already, you know, providing an alternative to kind of the luxury cruise model of education. And technology was giving you a way to get that same education, but cheap. And a lot of people are going, you know, I, I get the whole college experience thing and I get living uh, together and trying new things and extracurricular activities. And I don't want to run down the value of those. I, I went to UC San Diego. Oh, by the way, tangent. I get this email from UC San Diego. It's sending me an email asking for money, right? They have a day of caring. Kurt, would you like to donate to the day of caring? Oh, yeah. Let me get my checkbook. Because if there's anything I love, it's caring, you fascists. These guys don't believe in the First Amendment, but they think they believe that I'm going to write them a check. So anyway, so anyway, these guys who are totally out of it. 
are destroying what little credibility they have. All right, people already hate them for the reasons, you know, I just I just mentioned. They're arrogant and they're annoying and their degrees are garbage and they're too expensive and they've been ripping us off providing sinecures for a bunch of bums for years and years and years. Now there are exceptions. Hillsdale is clearly an exception. But I got to tell you, the model of the four-year vacation college where you go away somewhere for four years and you have a life experience and grow and change and stuff. And again, I, I, I support all I mean, I, 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 I did. I got to be an intern in Congress and I got to write on papers. I don't remember anything that I did in class, but I remember a lot of extracurricular stuff, which would seem weird because a lot of my extracurricular stuff involved course. But that model is unsustainable at a quarter million bucks. You know, a vacation's nice, but $70,000 a year for four years is a lot of dollars. And people, you know, if people can get the education online, and now because of this, because they've had to, because college has gone online, people are going, well, I'm getting the same benefit. I mean, the, the idea that, you know, you're getting personal instruction in college Let's just say that's not the norm. Yeah, there are sometimes seminars and there are some some course, some schools that have smaller groups. And there's always going to be a, a market for that kind of boutique educational experience. But look, I went to a UC, right? You know, straight A people in there plus me. My first scam was figuring out how to get into UC San Diego with a, a you know a C average and some Fs on my high school report card. Uh, I did. Um, but you have all these super you know, achievers and they pack them in 300 to a lecture hall and then some commie with a man bun gets up to talk about America's legacy of genocide. Pass. Pass. People are going to not worth it. So colleges, look, a lot of colleges are going to fail and a lot of colleges should fail. And we should go and revisit student loans. That's going to be one of the big, big legacies of this. You know, is that people are finding out that technology really has changed things. It's changed the nature of work. Uh, I even find myself working from home significantly more uh, now be, because I can. I, I can have my entire office here on my laptop and I can do almost all the things I need to do. I like to look my people in the eye. That's an important part of it. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're about putting out litigation products. And we're about, you know, prepping for trials and things. And some of that requires you be there. And some of that requires you just be. And that you have the equipment to do it. So things are changing. And a lot of people are finding out that their job doesn't really require them being in the office. Now, of course, there are a lot of people who think work from home means be at home and not work. And that, that can be a problem. People have got to figure out how to actually work at home. And there are people who do it. I mean, I do a lot. I write my columns at home and, all. you know, I do my, do this podcast, Fighting Words, the Hugh Hugh affiliated podcast. And I do unredacted here and I do video chats for Town Hall VIP and all sorts of stuff from home. Uh, but it, it it takes a different mindset. And it's not just your mindset. Your family has to have that mindset too, okay? You can't have people walking up to you going, hey, Kurt, you know, take out the garbage. I'm not taking out the garbage. I'm working. Okay, I'm not really here. And, you know, my, my family pretty much understands that. You know, Kurt, Kurt's working. Let him work. And now he's not working. 
um, you know, you can interact with him freely. But it, it, this coronavirus thing has really shown us that there's an entirely different way to be. And I think people are going to take advantage of technology. And I think we're going to see some long-term changes because of it. Uh, and, uh, you know, changes for the better? Eh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll see. But changes nonetheless. But anyway, the Paycheck Protection Program. Got to get that thing refilled. People need it. You don't want people to go on unemployment. You want people to continue on their jobs. Then it's a seamless recovery. But we have got to recover. And I, I, I keep seeing mixed messages. President today was apparently jumping on uh, Governor Kemp of uh, Georgia for going too fast. Uh, but this weekend he jumped on, uh, um, uh, what's his name, Governor Al Jolson from Virginia. The, the guy, blackface or clan get up. I, no one really knows which is him, but one of them's him. Maybe he's done both, so he's confused. He can't really. Anyway, anywho. One of them's going too fast. One of them's going too slow. Trump has his own plan that's just right. You know, he has his multi-steps. And, and Kemp was going a little fast, so he got asked about that. No, I don't approve of that. And the liberals are like, he's throwing Kemp under the bus. No. But just this weekend, he told he told the Virginia guy he was going too slow. Yes, you can. One guy can be going too fast, and the other can be going too slow. Yes, you you figure that out. Well, actually, they haven't figured it out. Has anyone noticed that the media is stupid or thinks you are stupid? Oh, wait a minute. That's an evergreen conversation. That's 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 pretty much every. Fighting words with Kurt Schlichter. Let's do 10 minutes on how the media is a bunch of cackling goofball morons. Ahoy. Now let's leave the bulwark out of this. Anyway. Paycheck Protection Program. What comes next? You know, what is phase four? Who knows? You know, the murder turtle, Cocaine Mitch. He's uh, He says, I'm not bringing, Kong, I'm not bringing the Senate back till May 4th. And that's when we'll start talking about things. Uh, as you saw, he, has, he assured Hugh Hewitt this week when he came on that he was going to start cranking the judge machine back up. We need to do that. We need to crank it up into high gear and get this stuff going. Look, I, I, look if it was me, I would call the senators back tomorrow. I would call the legislature, you know, the... Congress back tomorrow and get them rocking, get them doing some work. I'd like to see that. Eh, but you know, a lot of them are like old, right? A lot of them are right in the demographic where you die from this stuff. So I understand that it's a risk, but you know, I gotta tell you, it's a risk I'm willing to take for them. I am uh, willing to roll the dice with the lives of a bunch of uh, senators in order to get things done. And, uh, you know, that's, that's just me. Maybe I'm a little hardcore. Maybe I'm a little, uh, what's the right word? Unsympathetic. But, you know, get your damn job done or quit. I don't care which. So what's going to happen in November with all this? Well, we're, we're told that Trump's ratings are going down. I, I, I don't really know. I don't see people, you know, I live in a blue area. I don't see people blaming Trump and I mean other than the Twitter blue checks who are idiots 
you know, but you know, what do we have? Essie Cup. Remember her? She's on like a, a boutique CNN cable channel that you don't watch and that you don't know about. And that I don't, I, I don't either. I only saw her on Twitter. She's like, when are we going to accept that Donald Trump's responsible for millions of deaths? It was at thousands, one, one or the other. And you look at that and you're like, that's a very dumb thing to say. And you you said it on purpose. And that I find that bizarre. But, you know, I don't think most people are blaming Donald Trump for this. They kind of understand that, you know, the Chinese, they, they got bad security procedures at their, their bio lab. They're eating pangolins. They're slurping bad soup. Nothing good's going to come of any of this. It's not Trump's fault. And the idea that right in the middle of impeachment, Trump should have said, you know, despite what Fauci and everybody else says, and the fact that there are no deaths from coronavirus in the United States, I'm going to lock down the United States now. And the idea that the Democrats would, and, the, and the establishment were gone, what a good plan. Yes, yes, do that now. Is, what's the right word? Laughable? Again, are they stupid or do they just think you're stupid? Who knows? It's one or the other. So is Trump going to lose? I don't, I, you know, it's always been a tough fight. But let's understand this. The fight hasn't begun yet. We got Gropey Jay hunkering down in his bunker, you know, going off on tangents, sending his weird hostage videos and nobody's paying attention, and that's probably good for him. Now, here's how it's going to go. They, they, they're going to cancel their convention of necessity, right, for safety. What they don't want people to do is see Joe Biden. They are not going to do a debate with President Trump because they don't want you to see Joe Biden. Well, I don't want to normalize him. I don't think that's going to work. I think eventually people are going to notice, you know, homeboy's not all there. Man, he's a mess. And I think the economy's going to be coming back. Now, the economy's bad, but I do think it is going to be coming back. We do need to get out of this. We need to open up. We need to open up aggressively. And frankly, the president's a little, uh, you know, a little cautious on it. I understand why. I would uh, accept more risk. I don't think it's that much more risk, but I would accept more in order to open quickly. People are getting wiped out, man. May 1's coming. On May 1, millions and millions of hand, palms are going to be out, ready to take their rent. And there's millions of oh, and car loans and all that stuff. And millions of Americans are going to say, well, you know, I don't have it. That's going to be a problem. Uh, tomorrow, Thursday, the 23rd? It's 23rd? Da, da, da. Yeah, 23rd. More unemployment numbers. It's going to be brutal. It's already brutal. We have got to get open again. And I I believe that we need to be aggressive. Uh, doesn't mean we need to be crazy. Don't be coughing on people. Do your social distancing stuff. That's harmless. Wear your stupid mask. I look like I look like a bandito with a damn thing. Because I always wear like a hat and glasses. I always look like I'm about to knock the place over every time I go in. Uh, I should go in with like a bag with a dollar sign on it just to freak out the squares. But we, we've got to get back to work. There's no reason a garden shop shouldn't be open, okay? A flower shop shouldn't be open. 
A massage parlor? Eh, I don't know. Seems a little, seems a little iffy. And look, nobody likes a massage better than me. Or a pedicure or a manicure. Because I'm all about pampering the K. But, we, look, we're Americans. We can do common sense stuff. I want to get back to the gym. All right? My boyish figure is uh, just going to hell. This is not working out for me. Anywho. Speaking of food, because that's basically all there is to do now. How much do you think wine consumption has increased now that everybody's trapped in the house? What would you say? Like 800% or proof, as the case may be. Um, I bought myself a uh, Solaire Hot Grill that you know had been recommended by Hugh for years. And I, I kind of knew Rhett Rasmussen, who runs the company, and I really... Um, I, I was looking for a grill because I'll, I'll buy a grill and then within three years, it's a rusting hulk in my side yard. And I, I just needed one. I wanted one with quality. I wanted one that was going to, you know, that frankly, I didn't have to leave outside. Uh, Solaire has really small ones. I got the one burner demo unit and I've been demoing the hell out of the thing. And it, it cooks a little differently because it's so damn hot. So there's some... So you gotta be careful when you grill with it. It doesn't it doesn't cook like other other grills will. It's hotter. Now I sear a lot of things because I'll sous vide things or I'll uh, reverse sear, you know, which means cook in the oven for a while. We'll talk about that sometime. But uh, uh, I'm trying hamburgers tonight. We're gonna see how that goes. I bet you it's gonna be amazing. I'm very excited about it. Uh, because, God, my life is empty. I have nothing else. I'm not allowed to leave the house, right? I can't go, you know, party with the, the friends. So, you know, it's basically dinner becomes, you know, dinner becomes the center of the center of the day. And, of course, you know, if I get to go to the grocery store, that's like a real, that's like a real, let's go, man. It's like going to the movies. It's like date night. What are you doing? Going to Ralph's. Going to get some pickles. Maybe some brioche. Okay. If there's toilet paper there, score. So anyway, uh, I'm liking the grill. I, I I bought the demo that I had. I just said, okay, I'm going to keep this. It's good, and I'll, I I will fill you in on how it goes. I'm learning to use it right. Uh, I seared some flank steak last night, and I thought it turned out very well. So let's uh, let's see how that goes. So you have the uh, Kurt Schlichter stamp of tentative approval, and Rhett to, and Rhett and his folks took very good care of me. It's very good. Um, that's the thing, you know. I, you know, I use some of the products at times. Sierra, Sierra Mortgage. I refinanced with those guys. They were great, and it worked out really well. So you know, I'm not just a guest host. I'm a customer. For Hugh Hewitt. And this is Fighting Words, the Hugh Hewitt affiliated podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening, giving me your attention. Hopefully you'll join me again. I try and do this on Wednesday, but really I do it whenever I feel like because, you know, I'm like the wind, man. I can't be tamed and I won't be tamed. I want you to go and get on Town Hall VIP. I want you to select VIP Gold. Then you have access to the live video chats with me. Uh, friend of the show, Larry O'Connor, and uh, Salem's own Chris Stigall. Uh We work a little blue. That one, you might want to get the kids out of the room because 
because it gets it gets awkward but that's a lot of fun and you can get my wednesday town hall column today i wrote about a number of things including uh what the hell has happened to the drudge report so i wrote about that and i've got a you know monday and thursday columns at town hall where i'm a senior columnist uh, Larry O'Connor's a senior columnist there too. Everybody's a senior column. Used to be being a senior columnist meant something. Now they give it to anybody. Follow me on Twitter at Kurt Schlichter. Get my books. Latest one is Collapse by I have uh, People's Republic, Indian Country, and Wildfire. Conservative novels of action and liberal mockery. You want a piece of this, and you want a piece of me, which you can get for free here in the universe every Wednesday-ish on the Fighting Words podcast with Kurt Schlichter. Thanks a lot for listening. Adios.